Welcome to Low End Luthiers, where we talk everything low end. Whether you're looking to build, repair, or buy, we've got it covered. I'm your host, Tony Shepard, and today is all about wood. So where to start? How do you choose the right type of wood for your instrument? Well, as you'll see, there are three different aspects to focus on when choosing the right wood for your project. Tonality, the look of the actual wood, and the often overlooked weight. Today on Low End Luthiers, we're going to dive straight into the conversation. How to choose the right wood for my project. According to luthier Dana Bourgeois, differences between woods can be as mysterious and complex as differences between people. Even within a species, no two pieces of wood are exactly alike. Environmental conditions, genetics, the age of the tree, annular growth patterns, grain orientation, curing conditions, and so on all have an effect on the tonal properties in a piece of wood. In addition, tone woods respond differently in the hands of different makers. They can also take on different characteristics when used in different models of guitars, even those built by the same maker. Whether a particular wood sounds good or bad depends partially upon who's doing the listening, so any attempt to sort out distinctions between tone woods can only be offered from a relatively subjective point of view. So let's kick things off with tonality. Tonality is usually determined by the hardness and softness of the wood. The harder the wood, the brighter and more present the sound. Harder woods tend to have a very percussive sound to them. Popular hardwoods are rock maple, ebony, koa, and rosewood. These can often be used for bass necks and fretboards. Softer woods are more mellow and warm overall. These woods include alder or swamp ash. The softer woods tend to be used more for bass bodies due to their very resonant sounds. So there's a really cool test used to determine how hard various woods are. This test is called the Jenkin Wood Hardness Test. This test is performed by using force to push a metal ball into the piece of wood. The higher the amount of force used, the harder the wood. So the second determining factor is look. Now look is extremely subjective. Are you wanting to paint the body or simply stain it for the wood grain to show? If you're desiring to just stain the wood, your best bet is ash or mahogany woods. Now just remember, since these woods are open-grained, you need to use pore fillers to level the wood. If you're planning on painting your instrument, maple and alder are great choices to use. Finally, the third determining factor is weight. Weight is an often overlooked factor when choosing wood for your instrument. However, when you're using an instrument night after night, weight could be extremely important, especially for those of you with bad backs. Ash, alder, and basswood are all relatively light woods. In comparison, mahogany and maple bases are some of the heavier instruments, oftentimes weighing as much as 12 to 13 pounds. Now one thing we haven't discussed is alternative materials. As an amateur luthier, these alternative materials may be daunting, but I wanted to discuss them anyways. There are two materials currently gaining prominence, 
and those are carbon fiber and lucite. Now, lucite is primarily used by the company Ibanez, while carbon fiber is starting to gain a lot of popularity in big companies like Modulus Bass Guitars. Now, both of these materials are more consistent tone-wise, but they are expensive and difficult to obtain for independent purchase. Luthite, while very dependent tone-wise, can chip and is easier damaged, whereas carbon fiber is harder to chip, but does have some weight to it. Now, one of the last things I want to discuss with you before we go today is actually the woods bobinga and rosewood. Now, both of these have been used for years in instrument building, and they're beautiful, beautiful woods. But recently, prices have gone sky high on these woods because they have been placed on an endangered list. Due to illegal logging in the Central American region, they've become very rare. And what I've read is it's actually due to Chinese culture. Um, Chinese people actually have a high regard for rosewood. A lot of their furniture and decorations are made out of rosewood, and this is actually called Hongmu, which is translated as redwood. Um, it's so highly regarded that they actually have standards of levels of rosewood, and it's become so popular that due to deforestation and illegal logging, there's been um, certain kinds of bans put in place for amounts of wood being exported. So while these are great woods, especially rosewood for fretboards, if you're going to want to go with that kind of wood, expect to pay higher prices, and it may, especially in the next few years, become very dif difficult to come by. Once again, I want to thank everyone for listening in to the premiere episode of Low in Luthiers. If you have any questions you would like answered on future episodes, please send us a message at facebook.com slash lowendluthiers. Tune in next week when we discuss everything fretboards. We're going to go over scale, fret size, and much more. I'm Tony Shepard, and this has been Low in Luthiers.